Today's episode is brought to you by Twin City Seed Company. Twin City Seed Company provides the highest quality grass seed money can buy using the top rated cultivars according to trials from the National Turf Grass Evaluation Program. You can use the coupon code WINTER20 till the end of January for 20% off your next order. This is their biggest discount of the year, so get out there early and grab the seed for your next lawn project. Check them out at TwinCitySeed.com. From landscaping to parenting, much is in store, because life is so much more than cutting the grass on the Lawn Dads Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Lawn Dads Podcast. My name's TJ, your adequate DIY lawn enthusiast and host. You can find me on all things social media as at the Lawn Dad. Today, I am very excited to have this guest on here to introduce y'all to, well, he actually doesn't need that much of an introduction. Jordan, Jordan with the lawn tools. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, man. No, thanks for having me. This type of stuff is fun for sure. So thanks. It's awesome. Awesome. So I see, I have to announce, I see the, the gold YouTube plaque in the background. How cool is it to have that? Yeah, no, that's, it is cool. Like you hit the number and you see the number pop up on the analytics, but this is like for sure icing on the cake, getting that in the mail and like yeah. being in person. And it's fun. They make it bigger than the silver. So this is the 100,000 YouTube subscribers. Yep. And that's for 1 million. And like I said, they make it bigger to make it feel more special. And it does. It's, it is kind of cool. So that's one of those things, right? Like the flex, you add these in yeah. to any kind of an interview. You got to have it in the background to like, well, of course, <laughs> brag of about course. it or something. I don't know. And I hear it's, it's solid gold, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Solid gold. And the, you know, the 10 million one, I'm pretty sure is actual like diamond that you for know, sure inside of your head. So, and it, yeah, super heavy. Yeah. It's not plastic at all. Right. <laughs> so tell, tell us uh, you, again, you hardly need any introduction, but I, I think listeners kind of want to hear about you, your story, uh, just how did you get started? And then also like, what kind of grass do you have? And let's, let's talk lawns as well. But I, th I think most people want to hear like about Jordan. Tell <laughs> us about Jordan. Yeah. So Jordan, or I guess the lawn tools, uh, yep. as we are called, um, is Jordan and Aaron. So my brother and I are the lawn tools. The name, I just actually told this story yesterday, um, nice. to a patient. So maybe that's where I can start. I yeah. am an optometrist. So this is not, I, a lot of people comment on my videos and say, you must be a professional groundskeeper. You must work at a golf course and, and couldn't be further from the truth. I'm just a DIY crazy lawn care enthusiast. And I've just kind of been self-taught over the years and just experimented with my own lawn and gotten to the point where it is now. But so I'm an optometrist by day. Um, I was telling a page, it came up in conversation or whatever, but um, talking about the lawn tools and the name they said where did that name come from and i was like yeah it's funny actually i don't know that i've told that story very often my brother and i and a couple buddies did a golf tournament uh like a fundraiser thing or whatever we're not good at golf i'm terrible at golf but we do you just go because it was a fundraiser um you know fun to hang out with friends but we were trying to come up with a name we wanted to get polos made and act all cool and i thought it'd be funny um to look more official than we you know had any business looking at this golf tournament so came up with the name. I don't know. Like we, we spent a few days trying to come up with a name for it. And I have no idea how I happened upon it. I was just trying to think of like golf puns and like, what are different golf words or what are different things? So I was like going through like everything on my golf bag. Like, what is this? You know, like just the words and just tossing these around in my own mind. And I finally like, aha, light bulb went off and I texted it to my brother. And I was like, what if we called our team the divot tools? And so he <laughs> said like, love it done or whatever. So we got polos made that say the divot tools 
Um, and that was our team name. So then it wasn't all that much after that. I mean, it could have been six months or something that we decided to start the YouTube channel. So then again, what, what should we call it? What is this? Whatever. And, I don't, and again, I don't know exactly how it popped in my head, but I was like, oh, the Divot Tools. What if we were the lawn tools? And then he said, yep, love it. Like done. Okay. And so it was. <laughs> that was it, man. At that point. But um, yeah, we got started. We were in a, du well, we were in two duplexes living on the side of the duplexes that were right next to each other. And so we shared a lawn in between the two duplexes. Um, Aaron is way more into golf than I am. So he said something about wanting to make the grass really nice. Like, oh, we should really make the lawn like super nice. So we can practice our golf shot back there. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I could definitely stand to practice some golf and get better at it. So sure, why not? So I said, what type of mower do you want me to get? I'll run down to Lowe's and I'll get a mower. He was like, no, no, not a mower from Lowe's. Like we got to get that old school, like the, the type that cuts the grass really nice that they use on golf courses, but the manual, you know, old school mower. And I was like, whatever. I, I, I mean, fine. You know, you do it. He ordered it. And I ended up being the one to use it all the time. He didn't, we, you know, you know, with a mm -hmm. real mower, you have to mow way more often. So with a manual real mower, the less often is that what the more infrequently you mow, the harder it is to mow. You, you yeah. are the power behind the mower. And so I was literally like just learning how this worked and figuring out that with a manual real mower, it takes a lot more power when the grass gets overgrown. So I have videos on like old pictures and videos on my phone of me doing wind sprints in the backyard with the lawnmower <laughs> trying to get through like, you know, two inch tall grass and cut it down to probably three quarters of an inch was the lowest that thing would go. Yeah. Um, anyway, and getting behind and getting frustrated, which led me to buying a going on Craigslist and finding a true cut. Um, so, you know, homeowner caliber, real mower with a, with an engine on it, basically. So that was a huge step up, a game changer. And that just started the snowball rolling. Cause then I fell in love and I was like, Oh, this is the best. So then we yeah. start following John Ware and he actually only lives like an hour away from me, but John Ware was mowing real mowing his lawn on YouTube. Um, he's the guy that started the lawn forum.com more okay. recently sold it, but he started the lawn forum.com and he was making YouTube videos. And there, there was a small group of guys across the country that somehow found out about each other. And you know, this crazy niche thing, of real mowing your grass. And there were not very many people doing it at the time. And Connor Ward out mm -hmm. in Utah was also one that started then about the same time making videos on YouTube. Um, and I said, well, Hey man, maybe I, maybe I could do that. Maybe I could, cause I was just about to move into the house that I'm in right now. Um, new sod, whatever. So, okay. I could show the process of me fixing up this grass over time. Uh, and that's when we started was that fall, which is the most terrible time to start a YouTube. It's the worst time for bringing your grass anyway. Um, so I, you know, I had like, a rock in the yard that I jackhammered out um, for one of my early videos and a, a, I planted bulbs, you know, like daffodil bulbs, which we've done like 2000 of those over the year. Cause every fall we plant more uh, and tried to figure out things to do over the winter, you know, that were semi interesting for lawn care. Yeah. And then that next spring, actually that next spring, so that was 2019 would have been the first year of full year of YouTube um, and fixing up this lawn going from basically normal, Bermuda grass, whatever that was just latest sod to what it looks like today and having a backyard golf course. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, that's, that's such a cool, so you started out as the divot tools and now you're the lawn <laughs> tools. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great story, man. Um, so you started in 2019 and then COVID happened and yeah, I'm assuming right. that's kind of when popularity just like skyrocketed. Exactly. Um, and not necessarily on YouTube. So, uh, started fall of 2018, did all of 2019 on YouTube, uploading to Instagram here and there, you know, it was just mm -hmm. pictures at the time. You just uploaded yeah. pictures, um, little updates. 
and then in the summer of 2019, um, probably late summer of 2019, I find out about this thing called TikTok. <laughs> I want to say that TikTok bought Musical.ly or the company ByteDance, yeah. whatever, bought Musical.ly in like er, er, early to mid 2019. That's my guess just based on the timeline. I'm not exactly sure about that. But anyway, I found out about it probably late summer, early fall of 2019. So I started doing TikTok in the fall. Again, terrible time to start something on social media. Um, but I had started doing TikTok maybe slightly earlier uh, uh, with optometry stuff, with eyes and whatever, mm -hmm. eye care tips, contact lenses, whatever. And had grown that up actually to like 150,000 followers pretty quick. And I was like, whoa, there's something to this TikTok thing. So I was fiddling with it on the on the lawn tool side of it. Uh, kind of funny because nobody cared. Eh, it's a weird, like there was a guy here in my town who was a dentist and his he is the bentist ben winters is his name and he lived here and moved to dallas um since then but had at the time had like three million followers on TikTok. like i don't mean, like within That's six months or something like that back so, then yeah yeah i went to lunch with him and we talked about TikTok or whatever and he was you know to give me some tips and it was cool um and then so that was in the fall of 29 winter of 2019 when i went to lunch with him and then obviously like went through the winter, tried to make some stuff for the lawn tools, but there was not really anything to make. So I did the, the TikTok IDOC thing and kept growing that channel. But then when COVID happened, we were shut down. So for six weeks, we weren't in the office, we weren't seeing patients. And I, it was weird for me to like make optometry or eye doctor TikToks <laughs> when I wasn't there and I wasn't wearing my white coat or my scrubs yeah. or whatever. Like, and I, I was like at home, like I'm going to make stuff at home. I don't know. It was, you, it only had, so you only have... You only have so many kids and wife and all that stuff. So like the, you only have a limited number of eyes in your household. So well, right. Yeah. I don't know. I just couldn't, I don't know. I couldn't, I didn't feel like I was the TikTok eye doc if I wasn't in the office with like the foropter and the microscope behind me and that sort of stuff. I don't know. It was weird. So I just didn't make any videos for that, but that was springtime. Everybody. And then during COVID out in their lawn, you know, doing all this sort of stuff. And so YouTube, a lot more YouTube views than um, on old videos and then on any videos I started making. But then also TikTok blew up then in like COVID basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And started going nuts. And then I don't know how much later Instagram started adding in reels. YouTube added in shorts and just like basically started uploading the stuff like to all these different platforms whenever they added it onto their um, mm -hmm. as an option basically. What was your first, what was your first video that like went like out of this world, astronomically viral to where you were just like, holy cow, this is, this is it, man. Like, this is a thing right now. Hmm. You say astronomically viral. I'm not sure like what that. Or the point to where means. you like realized like, holy cow, this video is going super viral. Like I'm going to start, I'm going to start going kind of all in on this lawn tools stuff. Yeah. And there are a couple of moments that like, that I remember there was one video where I was kind of telling the story of my brother and I, and like how we kind of started the lawn tools and showing how terrible the lawn looked and then how much better it was getting like kind of the story, you know, a storytelling mm -hmm. thing. And that is pretty engaging for people to watch. But that one, I remember I uploaded right before my wife and I went on a date and we went out, she ran in somewhere. So I uploaded it. We got in the car and like drove, 20 minutes or whatever, 30 minutes and like stop somewhere. She ran in and I was sitting in the car. I pull out my phone in the car. I'm sitting in the parking lot and I like pull up TikTok and the notifications, it says, I think it says 99 plus is all, yep. it doesn't go any higher than that. So 99 plus or something like that notifications. And I was like, whoa, 99 plus. Yeah. So I clicked on it and I see all these likes and comments and everything on that video that I just uploaded. And I was like, dang, that's a lot. And then like 
as soon as you could refresh, it would say 99 again. And I was yeah. like, what the? And I would refresh and 99 again and refresh and 99 again. Like in, within a few seconds, it would be back up to 99. It would just, as soon as it could like tick back up. And I was like, what in the world is going on? And so, you know, you're, you're talking like every few seconds, it's jumping up by like 5,000 views, then 10,000 views and, you know, 25, like just going crazy all of a sudden. I was like, what in the heck is happening here? So that one was sort of an interesting one just because that was the story. And that was the first one, I think, that I had seen that many notifications. But the video that I remember as far as like virality, because this one was sort of across a bunch of different platforms and I didn't even share it, like other people were sharing it. So I did a Gangster's Paradise video. <laughs> it was me mowing, you know, so that's kind of goofy, right? Like yeah. this guy mowing his lawn you know, I basically like that one shot where I dropped the phone where my buddy dropped the phone in slow-mo and it almost got eaten up by the real mower. I remember and that I one. Used that clip a bunch of times because that was total luck. We were just going to use the clip of it falling, but it ended up falling like right in front of the mower. It bounced right in front of the blades in slow-mo ended up being an amazing, <laughs> amazing shot. My phone almost got like chopped for sure. It was very close. Uh, anyway, yeah. gangster's paradise with just a highlight reel of me mowing and showing the short grass and whatever. And barstool sports. That was the first one that of my Dang. videos that they shared. And I want to say they shared it on Twitter because I had a guy at the gym, like that was on a Friday or something, let's say. And then on Monday he came up to me at the gym and he was like, man, I got to tell you, he goes on Friday. Um, he said, I, I, he were, he's an IT. So he's like, I work with a bunch of nerds. And so like, all these guys are crowded on a computer, which is not an uncommon thing to like walk in and all the guys be crowded on one computer because they're showing everybody else this one thing. They're all crowded on a computer. And I can't remember what he said. They said something about a lawn, like, whoa, that guy's lawn. You know, what kind of mower is that or whatever? And he heard them saying this stuff. And he was like, I bet I know who they're talking about. So he goes over there and he goes, hey, I know that guy. And they were like, why, you know, this guy He's like, yeah, I work out with him at the gym or whatever. And so hearing like from somebody else that like everybody in their office was talking about this video and that it was going viral on Twitter. And yeah. I wasn't even on Twitter. Like I didn't right. have a Twitter. <laughs> and so to, for it to be like going off on another platform or whatever was kind of like, Oh wow, maybe there's something more to this. I don't know. We'll see. Gangster's yeah. paradise, man. Yeah. <laughs> gangster's paradise. Who knew, who knew yeah. uh, real mowing with gangster's it. paradise will be your ticket. <laughs> right. Be your ticket to this, man. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, so for the people who are listening, uh, what, uh, from your videos that you got, you've actually like a couple, uh, varieties of grass. Um, so what are you currently rocking? First off, where, what part of the country are you in? What, what, uh, zone are you in? But also like, what kind of grass do you have? Of course you guys what zone. And there's like certain times where I've known that I'm, I want to say I'm seven a, are you like your transition zone, right? Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, you're what you're not specifically the number. Yeah, no, I yeah, no one cares about zone. this specific go, <laughs> transition zone. <laughs> I'm in the transition zone. Um, anyway, so northern Arkansas. Okay. And uh, I do have Bermuda grass. I when we built the house, I got totally lucky. Um, the construction company they put in. You know, normally they put in like builder grade sod, which would probably be in most places anyway. It's probably common Bermuda, or at mm. least like a mix of like a lot of common Bermuda mixed with some type of a hybrid or something. They get like yeah. whatever they can get the cheapest. I got totally lucky, and I had mostly Tiff four nineteen, which is sort of like the grandfather of Bermuda grasses that everything is kind of compared to. So it's a good one, but it's not mm -hmm. one of the like new latest and greatest varieties. There were, a, and I could tell that it was different because there were a couple of rolls they used a skid steer when they rolled in the big rolls of sod um when they did my the lawn here and there are a couple of rolls there's like one big strip in the front yard and a couple of patches 
of common Bermuda. So I could definitely tell the difference and they look different. Eventually, um, I've gotten to the point where there probably is common Bermuda mixed in there. And that's what they say. Like, you, you know, if you have TIFF 419, like over time, you're going to end up with it, like sort of resorting back to its normal old Bermuda or whatever. Uh, so there's probably a mix of common and TIFF, but, but it all at least looks even now. And I've gotten rid of most of the common, like the, the long runners and the thicker blades of grass and that sort of thing, just by mowing really short and mowing really consistently and doing all the cultural practices that are good for, for hybrid Bermuda. Um, so that's all like all around the house. And then I did like an expansion project one year and seeded, uh, Monaco, um, at that time didn't have sod, didn't have the money for sod, didn't want to buy up, you know, a whole bunch more sod to add in. Like, it's like probably 7,000 square feet over there. So I did a seed project, killed it all off, um, and, did, and planted Monaco on that section over there. And that turned out pretty decent too. Part of that became another TIFF 419 green i wanted to mow it shorter and actually make a green on that section and then two years ago i think it was now um renovated another like close to ten thousand square feet like added a whole a whole other section to my lawn and that's all tahoma 31. my brother lived right around the corner from me he put in tahoma 31. uh we heard about that because the razorbacks they they went from synthetic turf to tahoma 31. ooh circa 2000 what 19 then um, i think so something like that yeah because i think so it, it, it right came out around then like it was yeah, fairly yeah. new well, yeah, in they, 2019 they were pretty early on it was this yeah. new variety and nobody really knew anything about it so it ended up being great because they actually won turf grass field of the year like the next year or something mm -hmm. um because of the tahoma so anyway aaron picked it my brother picked it because of that and then i chose it for my expansion project because i saw his lawn his lawn you know the tahoma looked amazing so i wanted mm -hmm. some of that on my own um, and that's where the second green is. And the, the Tahoma green functions way, way, way better than mm -hmm. my Tiffway 419 green. Yeah. That's, it, like, and that's what it's designed to do. I mean, uh, part of Tahoma, um, part of Tahoma is it's meant to be a one, a one-stop shop for golf courses. So, you, you know, you got tee boxes, you got the rough, you got the fairway, but also the greens. Typically people have to plant uh, dwarf Bermuda or something like that for greens to, to get it that short. But Tahoma sort of has like the capability of being greens height. Um, but also tease height and fairway height and rough height. So, and at the same time being in the transition zone where it gets cold, like our upcoming, uh, forecast is looking like we're going to get down to like negative 10 or whatever. Like there's some, you know, oh, some forecast show negative 13. Um, so it gets kind of cold, but in the summertime, you know, you're right. The transition zone is maybe the most annoying place to grow grass because <laughs> it gets a little bit too cold for Bermuda sometimes like where you'll have winter kill. I have winter kill every year, which is where the viral videos come from of me fixing up dead spots in my yard. Um, some of that's winter kill, some of that's dog pee, some of that's fungus, uh, <laughs> a spring dead spot. But um, winter kill is a thing here, uh, whereas people in like South Texas, you know, their grass barely goes dormant. They like, don't even know right. like, what, why is your grass brown? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, is it dead? So, but it's, do what? Is it dead? Yeah. No, yeah. it's not dead. And then in the summertime, it gets, you know, hot, really hot and humid. So for like ryegrass or even my, because I have a section of bluegrass back here that if I watered it a ton, like I could keep bluegrass alive, but it's, it's tougher. So it's not easy for any type of grass exactly. Like there's always a sort of like downside to any type that you pick, but yeah. Tahoma 31 has a better cold tolerance, I, which I was telling you, I could show the logo, but they actually on their logo have a snowflake. Nice. Um, I didn't so actually I notice know. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I didn't realize that that was like a huge thing for them, that that was like. That was so big of a deal 
the cold tolerance part of that that they put a snowflake at least i think that's a snowflake it is a snowflake i don't know if you can nice. see that as clearly as like when i'm looking yeah. at it, but that's definitely a snowflake so for them to think that it's a big enough deal to talk about the cold tolerance to put a snowflake on their logo uh is is pretty big and that's why up north like in pennsylvania and even chicago they're talking about tahoma 31 bermuda grass which is kind of insane to think that up there you could have bermuda yeah. Yeah. I've heard people like, um, in, in Washington grow. I mean, there's Tahoma's like sort of starting to take it. That's what I have. Yeah. Uh, to shout out to 31. They created yeah. a really great grass. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I love it. It's great for the transition zone. Like you were saying, it's also great for the South and in some places it's also great in the North. So if you can grow, if you can grow Bermuda grass, it's, it's a great choice. I'm um, not like saying Bermuda, like it's not going to stay green in the winter, but it, it works really well because it comes out of dormancy a little faster and a little stronger, you know, mm -hmm. kind of bursting out of dormancy stays, you know, a little bit maybe later in the fall. But the biggest part of that is that if it can function and survive, it's a really great base for them to overseed for sports right. turf anyway, to overseed ride to be yep. green for football season or whatever. So yeah, um, absolutely. the grass can survive there and hold a, a really good root zone for all the overseeding that they do. That's what's, um, that's what's good about Tahoma, I guess, for like their consideration up north. Yeah. Well, perfect, dude. The story, like the story's awesome. I, I love just hearing how people started, especially in the social media scene, especially you. I mean, having millions of followers kind of across all platforms, like that's that's incredible. Not many lawn lawn guys are there, so you're kind of like you rose to the top, which is amazing. Uh, it's 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 hilarious, actually. So when I in conversation. When people are like, oh, what do you do for work? And I slip it in there like, oh, and kind of like I, I do social media stuff and uh, I, I take care of lawns and I cut my lawn really short. They're like, oh, my goodness, did you did you like do like a uh, like sand on your yard? I'm like, yeah, I, I, I did that. Yeah. Like, and, and you got like the, the golf course in your backyard. I'm like, yeah, I got that. They're like, oh, my goodness, I love your YouTube channel. Like and then they'll say something and I'll be like, they're not talking about me. <laughs> they're talking about the lawn. So I'll be like, uh, actually that's, that's the lawn tools. Like I'm, I'm much smaller than they are. So it's funny. People will be like, Oh, you, you did like a, a sand project. Yeah. You got the golf course. Yeah. No, that's, that's the lawn tools. So that's funny. What's Most, usually when people hear about lawn mowing on, if I hear about social media, someone's like, Oh, you mow on whatever TikTok or Instagram, whatever you mow on the internet. Like, so you're yeah. like SB mowing and that's what everybody says <laughs> yeah. SB mowing. Like, Oh, like SB mowing. And I'm like, yeah, SB, I, you know, okay. well, yeah. sure. Yeah. Know, not really, but you know, shout out, shout out like that. Yeah. Shout out SB mowing. Yeah. Those SB things are so satisfying. He's, he's the guy who does, if anybody doesn't know who SB mowing is, he's the guy who does, uh, he goes up to houses, mows for free and takes like the, the, the grass that's like four feet high and, and chops it down and does it all in like super fast, uh, super fast clips. Super Ooh. satisfying. Oddly satisfying. Yeah. Oddly overgrown satisfying. grass cleanups. Yeah. Fixing yep. up overgrown um, properties and overgrown sidewalks, but yep. So, uh, this part, this part of the podcast, uh, we want to answer some questions from, from viewers, from listeners, just things that pertain to lawns, because this podcast, I do want to help people with their grass make them have at least 10% better grass. Um, also at the end, we'll be covering the 10% better parenting uh, and dad advice that we'll have. But um, I've got two questions for us to cover today. So first one is coming from Steven. This one actually is from Instagram. Steven, so just this past year, I resodded with Tahoma 31. Perfect. Nice. Nice choice. Uh, and bought a greens mower. 
I'd like to have an area cut down short like a green, but right now the area is a little too lumpy and I don't think that is near as flat as it should be. What is your best advice on getting it to a point to where I can use this mower? I know top dressing is probably the answer, but anything I can do before springtime to help. And I'll, I'll lead this off first off. Having a backyard green is tough. And I thought this was a great, uh, great podcast to bring up backyard greens because both of us have one. But having a backyard green is, is not the easiest thing in the world, especially if you want it to putt uh, j- sort, of, sort of like a, a golf course. I mean, these, these people make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and their, their budgets are millions of dollars to make these greens uh, on the 10 or 11 or 12 or 13 uh, speed rating scale. So first off, if anybody's thinking about getting a green in their backyard, it's not easy. Be prepared to spend a lot of time out there, but also be prepared to maybe it being like a six or a seven on the speed scale, not what you're used to, like a 10, 11, 12, 13. It, there's, unless if you have an unlimited budget, it's not going to put exactly like a, a, a golf course green. They spend a lot of money and time on that. And there's honestly no way for you as a homeowner, there might be a way, homeowner to get it to like championship speed and perfect green heights there is a way yeah but it's a a lot of years down the road so if you're trying to do it in like years one to five it's going to be very 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 tough and time consuming and you better not have more than a kid (laughs) to do it (laughs) Uh, so i'm going to start off with that is it's not easy so this question don't be hard on yourself if you're that first year you're like man it's just not like turning out to be a green stick with it but also know it's it's a very hard task so Jordan, I'm going to let you add on to that, but also maybe help answer the question. Yeah, to add on to that real quick, my cousin, just like last week, group messaged my brother and I, and he was like, hey, I'm thinking about making a putting green in the backyard. Uh, any tips? Or like, he was just like, what should I do? And I was like, oh, are you like, I guess I my first question is always like, depends. How far do you actually want to take it? Like, are you wanting to go all in and like mow it every day or or are you talking like oh it'd be cool to have a backyard putting green as long as it doesn't take too much work because that's you have to gauge what somebody (laughs) means when they say that like i want a backyard putting green and he was more on the lines of like oh yeah no i don't really care to like buy a specific mower and do all that or whatever and i was like well he he was like can you do it with a normal mower and i my short answer i was like no you know that's the like i don't think you can get anything that you would want to put on with a normal mower like that's i don't i don't know what your standards are but in my mind no you can't do it with a normal mower you're gonna have to buy a greens mower um so anyway and he, i said i mean there are companies out there that build synthetic turf greens um mm-hmm. that look really cool i i follow one on instagram called back nine greens bng luxury i think and there's some beautiful stuff that they put in and they make backyard uh, chipping greens uh, putting greens whatever um that looks super cool. And so that's what I told him. I was like, if you actually want like, a, cause he's got kids and I was like, I don't know if one of them's getting into golf or if you just want to practice golf, but like, if that's the reason that's the direction I'd probably go because mm-hmm. I work on my grass so much that I don't have time to actually practice golf out there. Right. I don't, I don't, I'm not any better at golf. I'm probably worse at golf than I was when I started all of this because I never have time to actually play golf. We're always, I'm always, yeah. mowing <laughs> i was cutting the grass so and yeah that's what people ask like oh you must be so good at golf because you got a golf green in your backyard like no i'm actually better at taking care of a golf course than i am playing it so <laughs> right. yeah I'm, i don't have time for that um, no it's, it's hilarious 
So, okay, yeah, as far as like something to do before springtime, uh, I mean, you you could, but I, I don't, I don't know. I would wait. So basically mm -hmm. once the grass starts growing again, um, pretty heartily, uh, you can put sand down and your Bermuda will grow through it. It will spread through it. But if you want it to recover as fast as possible, you want to wait until the grass is growing as fast as possible. And so whenever the temperatures yep. be up and you hit the nineties, like maybe, maybe a little sooner than that, you could do it. But it also depends on how thick you want to put the sand. Mm -hmm. Cause if you go like in March, depending on where you live, put down a, you know, a bunch of sand where there's like three inch deep pockets of it. It's going to take a long, long time. Um, and, it, and if you have kids, like you're saying, like this all, it all depends on what's yeah. going on at your house. But like my kids, there's no way they would leave a like pool of sand alone long enough for grass to grow in there for it to stay smooth if I left it there for a month. So like the goal is to get it to grow through that sand as fast as possible. And that happens it, for me, you know, like July when it's as yeah. hot as possible, um, pushing it with the fertilizer and everything. So mm -hmm. that, that this year kind of stinks. It's one of those, you almost have to write off like most of your year. Cause like mm -hmm. if you're just starting out with this and your grass isn't super thick to begin with, when it, when it greens up at least halfway and you go scalp and you're mowing it regularly and then you go cover it up with sand. And if there's some deep pockets where there's a, you know, again, a three inch dip and, and the grass is going to have to grow in, it's going to take a little while. So yeah. your lawn is just not going to look perfect this year. Yeah. Depending a on lot how of, it is, but a lot of ground under repair. If you want to, yeah. if you want to go golf terms, ground under repair, a lot <laughs> of it for the first year, even the second year. I mean, um, and I did respond to this guy. I said, you could, you could probably roll it. So you could rent, um, or buy a, a used, you know, maybe roller, one of those ones that you fill with water. Those are like 300 pounds. Um, take your real mower and just like go over it a lot after it rains when it's wet. So can you do something now? Maybe. And that would be not, not putting sand on it, but maybe rolling it. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, that, that first year is, is doing your first base layer of sand, but just knowing that it's, it's not going to be perfectly flat. You're still going to have to keep on doing that. I mean, even golf courses, they're putting light layers of sand, like at least once a month, uh, on their greens. So there's no like easy way to have a golf course in your backyard. You're always going to be working on it. So if you want to do that, just, just know that it's just gonna be a lot of, a lot of top dressing, um, a lot of leveling. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but worth it. Cause then people come over, you can have tournaments, uh, you can, you can have little, little tournaments that you run. I, I did a couple of them last year. I know you probably have. Um, so we never did a tournament. I, we talked about it and I'm, in the process of possibly move, not in the process, but I'm in talks of possibly moving. So that's where it's like, we thought maybe we'll move like it last year. It was like right there. And I was like, well, it might be this year. And then I was like, oh, okay, maybe not this year. So maybe this year. And like now it's this constant, like, I don't know exactly what's going on. So I don't know how much more work I want to put into this lawn. Yeah. If this isn't the, if this isn't the forever home, like yeah. I don't want to spend much more money on doing yep. this one. But the miniature golf course though, every year is like, for sure the most fun thing and everybody gets to come over and play miniature golf and it's like i, I love it that's my favorite yeah. project every year that probably gets the least amount of love uh, uh is like putting sand on my lawn everybody like those videos go nuts everybody's like nuts. this is crazy or whatever and then i make an 18 hole real grass miniature golf course decorate it all up for my kid's birthday and it's just like eh, okay whatever a thousand views uh, I'm like, okay <sighs> but i keep doing it anyway because that's my favorite project like that's what my i feel like my lawn is all about is like mm -hmm. fun for the kids and fun like for family and friends and whatever. 
And that project that day, like exemplifies that more than anything else that I could do on my lawn. So that's my favorite thing that I, I ever do. And we do it every year because of that. Yeah. Even though it just totally flops on YouTube every single year. And it's, it's funny too. Like, so people, whenever a video goes viral, especially lawns, they're like, oh, you must not let your kids play on it and all that stuff. But yet, yeah. yet like you literally have your kids playing on it at all <laughs> times. They just never right. see those videos because they just don't reach that portion of you know I, I like to think of i like to think of our lawns being so like we are the superintendents of our backyard golf courses right mm -hmm. and so most superintendents on their golf course they have to clean up after the the golfers like they're constantly repairing what the golfers screw up all the time mm -hmm. if it's i mean just anything you can think of go, uh golf cart traffic like everything yeah. that, the, that the golfers screw up they have to fix it and they have to make the grass recover from that well the members here at my backyard country club are my family and my kids. And I am constantly cleaning up after the kids. One of the biggest things is like mulch out of the mulch beds that gets oh, yeah. kicked onto the grass. And so I like, I can't walk around my house without stopping to like kick mulch back into the mulch bed at least 10 times. Like I I'm constantly kicking mulch back into the mulch beds. Always um, something. Yeah. And then toys out there and divot, you know, whatever, just little bare spots because they, it with a shovel or they put sand from the because my sand trap is also the kid's sandbox and so they bring a shovel full of sand and just dump it in the middle of the grass and so i'm over there okay let's just spread that out like i mean just constantly cleaning up stuff from the kids so they're they're the members of the backyard golf course and um how much you charging them almost cleaning up after them yeah i need to start charging them yeah you do man <laughs> right now they're costing you money costing you way more money than what it's worth yeah awesome. um awesome so hopefully Steven, hopefully that helps you. Um, uh, definitely top dress. You're on, you're on the right track. So top dressing for sure. Uh, but just know it's not going to be a, a fast overnight thing. You're not going to be putting like the masters in July. Um, but it's super worth it because when friends come over, it's a great time. It's, it's an awesome time. It's a great, it's a great thing having a home green because you can do a lot of, a lot of fun things with it. And it's also, it's cool. It's cool to have a backyard green. So second question, uh, this one's from Hunter. He says, Hey, Lawn Dad, <clears throat> I have a few bare spots in my yard that I am thinking about putting seed down in the spring. What type should I get? That's, yeah, those are frequent questions, right? And so a you, lot, a lot of, I get a lot of questions. Was, what type of grass do you have? Where do you live? <laughs> what, yep. what, that's what you have to figure out first before you can just say, Oh, this is the answer. Because mm -hmm. did you find out what this is? Uh, so this is Bermuda. Yeah, he, okay. he does have a Bermuda. Yep. Bermuda. And then, you know, it's, it, then trying to find out, do you know what type of Bermuda you currently have? And so most people, if they're no just idea. getting started, yeah, they have no idea. And that, to their credit, I wouldn't either. Like you, you, it's really tough to find out. So mm -hmm. um, that's not like, oh, you, you know, you stink at lawn. You care. should you know. know what grass <laughs> you have. Um, so it it bare spots. Yeah, I'm I'm not much for like seeding. Uh, people do overseeding. Maybe there's a place for that, but if you seed bare spots so like for example in our tahoma 31 if we had some bare spots we took some seed it's my in my mind so you have common bermuda you have seeded bermuda and they call it sometimes hybrid and then hybrid so like mm -hmm. that's you separate those out and so seed seeded bermuda can look better than common bermuda but not the same as true like hybrid bermuda grass and true hybrid bermuda grass doesn't come in any seed it's sterile so they they don't sell seed for tahoma 31 for example right um so what i and again in the videos plugging is like something i do all the time like wearing these goofy shoes right yeah. here and taking plugs of grass from an area that's less conspicuous 
um, and putting it in those places where it'll spread and fill in um, any of those bare spots. So either plugging with a plugger like the Pro Plugger, I have a Corona Square Plugger, I have a Hex Plugger. Those are super expensive. That's like what a golf course would use. Even like a um, soil profiler, like a soil probe or an aerator, you could do little tiny plugs. Just make sure you water them really well in that spot for the first little while because um, the little plugs will dry out a lot faster uh, and die instead yeah. of spreading into the bare spot. Yeah. And yeah. Wait, you have plugging videos? <laughs> <laughs> One or two. I don't, just One or two. Yeah. No, yeah. It's That's exactly right. So whenever somebody asks me like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about overseeding or I'm putting seed down on my bare spots. That was actually when I first started. I thought that as well, like, oh, I need more grass to grow there. So I need to find seed and I'll go to, you know, Home Depot or something like that and find mm -hmm. seed. It may not even be Bermuda seed. I may just buy like right. yeah. a patch filler seed and right. I have no idea. Um, so yeah, that's when you have Bermuda, Bermuda is self-repairing. Bermuda will grow sideways, especially with the right watering, with the right mowing and with the right fertilizing. Bermuda will self-repair and grow sideways much different than like a fescue will a fescue very much so grows from root to tip and it doesn't spread sideways bermuda grows sideways so if you have bare spots like jordan was saying you you can plug it from good spots in your yard to that to that empty bare spot so seeding especially if you have a tahoma 31 or high or you don't really know what it is if you were to seed that one individual spot kind of like you were saying at the beginning of the podcast is you had a bunch of common bermuda thicker blades it just looked a little bit different that's what you're going to have if you if you get a seed that's different from the rest of the grass in your yard it will grow and be fine but once you get further into lawn care and once you get better at taking care of your grass you're always going to hate it because that little spot that you overseeded some common bermuda in is always going to look different it's going to be a different shade it's going to be a different thickness of blade and it's a vanity thing and it might that even little... spread and like become a bigger spot of common Bermuda <laughs> over sure. time. And it's, depending and it's on gonna, how you're mowing and everything. Like, Yeah, and it's going to potentially look like you have like a weed in your yard, but really it's just common ver Bermuda versus very thin hybrid, you know, highly, highly, I guess. Um, genetically modified. Genetically modified, you know, grass. So first, uh, if you don't know what you have, Look into pluggers. Pluggers, you can literally plug good parts of your yard into those those bare spots, and that grass will start growing. It'll it's like free seed. You don't even have to spend any money; just the money on the pro plugger. That's and it. And then you just fill that where you took the plug out. Fill it with sand or dirt, whatever. But yep. fill it with sand, and the grass will fill that spot back in from the surrounding Bermuda super quick. You don't have to yep. worry about that spot. That bare spot's going to be small. And yep. And then if you're if you really want to go seed, or you just have no idea what kind of grass you have, and you know, it maybe maybe it is that common Bermuda. You can look at um, like what Jordan did is like a Monaco seed, and you overseed the entire yard. So then, instead of those little spots of like different Bermuda with your other Bermuda, you can just overseed the entire thing, and that's also an option. Um, or if you just want to start over, you don't really know what grass you have, and you can you can overseed the entire lawn because then it's going to look a little bit more uniform than just doing individual spots. So. Um, so Hunter, hopefully that helps you out. Um, and as you heard from the beginning of the podcast, our sponsor is Twin City Seed Company. So if you are looking for seed, if you are looking for that Bermuda seed, uh, that is going to be very highly rated and not something from a big box store, which is filled with junk, um, twincityseed.com is a great source for 
uh, it, they, they have Monaco, like what George was talking about. They have Pan Am. They have a, a lot of really good brands of Bermuda. It's going to be very high quality, 99% uh, seed as opposed to Home Depot stuff, which is like 10% seed and 90% junk. Uh, so it's just going to be a little bit better quality, a little bit better seed for you. So check them out for sure. So hope, hopefully that helped you out, Hunter. Uh, hopefully that helped out listeners who are thinking about putting seed down on just individual spots. So um, so to wrap it up, this has been a great time, Jordan. I've enjoyed this. Um, to wrap it up, I always say on my podcast, <clears throat> this podcast is meant to help you be a 10% better lawn care enthusiast, uh, DIY lawn care dude or person. Um, but also I would love to help people out with their dad life, their parenting life. So I always ask the guest at the end of the podcast, uh, for the official dad, dad hack of the week. So Jordan, I hope you've got a good one for us. What is your dad? What is your dad hack of the week? (laughs) My, I'm stealing mine from my wife. This is my wife's idea. So I can't like claim that I was like, Oh, I was the one that came up with that, but it's it's a parenting hack of the week. Perfect. Parenting hack. Yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. Um, but she stole it from another one of our friends. So like, I think she, she went over for a play date, some of our other friends, and it was cold outside. They had a handful of kids over there and they open up like the garage door and there's a bounce house in their garage. And so the kids are all like jumping around on the bounce house in the garage or whatever. And so my wife was like, that's amazing. We need a bounce house for the garage. And so there's different ty- you there's different materials that they make bounce houses out of and you can get them decently cheap actually. But like this may be a more expensive a parenting hack but worth it we still have we've had the same bounce house for i think this we're going on like third year now i think um and so for times like right now when it's super cold outside and you can't take the kids outside and they're running around like crazy and they need to burn off some energy our friend and then some of our other friends actually did this like last week she sent a picture she put a video up on instagram of their kids jumping on the bounce house in their living room. Yeah. Like blow the thing up in their living room. And so they're not cold, obviously, but they can burn off some energy and it's tons of fun. So we have a bounce house that we blow up and put in the garage from time to time. I could put it in our living room if it was even too cold in the garage too. I think we've done that before, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Our neighbors actually, funny you say that our neighbors, uh, they, they got that for their kids on Christmas day. So we go over their house on Christmas day just to hang out and yeah, they've got a bounce house in their living room. They kind there of you go. <laughs> pushed out. like, so that's a huge dad hack. That's a huge parenting hack. Um, I don't even know the cost of them. You could probably find like a million different ones, but right. Oh, sure. I mean, cause like I said, I, I don't know the materials. I couldn't tell you. I just know there was like a material that was cheaper. Like any, any of them that are made out of nylon, I, I can't, I don't even yeah. know if I should say, like, I'm not sure if I tell you, but this material, <laughs> they're always like a little bit cheaper, but for just like, you know, the normal homeowner, that's just using it every once in a while and not like renting the thing out or whatever. Cause it's not, you can get them the same material as the ones that they're like renting out that you find at a, a state yeah. fair or whatever. But um, there's like ones that you can just have in your house that are thinner, they're, you know, more likely to get poked a hole in, but you're not using it as much. You're not you're putting it in your living room. It's not likely to get like messed up by a stick or a random. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. So yeah, if you need a, your kids to burn off some energy, it's cold outside. Look into small bounce houses. That is, that's a great hack because yeah, after my kids went on it and I'm sure your kids too, they're like exhausted, oh, yeah. no, <laughs> screaming, yeah, bouncing. I put off energy in there too. Ours has a little basketball hoop up in the corner. And so I, I can burn off some energy. I can get in ours and bounce around with the kids and it, it works just fine. And so we play basketball in there and my kids love it. That's awesome, man. Well, great hack, great parenting hack. That's also something to do over the winter when it's cold and it's just, you just or nasty outside. Grab a little bounce house, man. That's yeah. awesome. Well, um, 
Jordan is awesome to having you on here. It was such a pleasure talking with you, hearing about your story. Um, I'm sure listeners are very, very excited to, to, to see that you're a guest on here and, and um, just thankful for your expertise, just chatting over those questions, but also just, you know, just keep on, keep on doing videos, man. I think, I think everybody loves it. So um, to wrap it up, Jordan, you've got the floor. Where can everybody find you on social media platforms? We are the lawn tools everywhere that we are. So what is that now? Facebook, like you mentioned before. So TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I'm technically on X now, but I don't, I, I haven't figured that one out. I don't yeah. really know what people want on X. Same with threads. I don't know. I'm there. Yeah. Threads. Is a, I don't post anything to threads. I went on for like a day and I was like, Hey, there's something here. And then at, like everybody else, just yeah. never mind. This is not well. Um, I think I'm, oh, I'm on Snapchat. Um, nice. Again, same thing. It's like, this is all new and there's different stuff and different features. And so that's what part of this is like juggling, like trying to upload a different video to TikTok because they want stuff to be over a minute. And then, you know, people on Instagram might not want it to be a minute long. It's anyway, I'm figuring all this out. And so I'm experimenting with a lot of different things, but like the main ones are Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube probably. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us. Uh, You heard where you can find him. If you have any questions for the, the next podcast, definitely shoot me an email at thelawndadsemail at gmail.com. Um, and uh, we'll be sure to, to answer those questions on the next podcast. If, you're, if you know of a guest that you would like to have on here, definitely send them my way. Tag them in any of the, the posts I do about podcasts. I'd love to interview them, if, especially if you would like to listen to them or think they'd be interesting like Jordan. Um, so thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a good rest of the day, good rest of the week, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good one, everybody.